Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Shout out to the newest members of the Chiefs Kingdom, Taylor Swift, who has officially reached the Super Bowl in a rookie year. That's kind of good. <laughs> Shout out to Tay. <laughs> Thanks for joining the team. Shout out to Tay, Sue. Travis Kelsey and his brother there on the podcast. The big game on Sunday afternoon. 115 million people will be in Sue's living room on Sunday That's afternoon right. attending her party. Don't worry, we're going to watch right. it by ourselves. Alex Gold is with us from the other side of the state, Kansas City 610 Sports Radio. How are you, Alex? Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm doing great. We're, uh, we're at the point in the week, though, I think everybody's willing to uh, just skip to Sunday a little bit and get to I the know. game. Enough talk, right? I know. And you, know, you just, everybody can, you could do your predictions. I could do my predictions. You just don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, I, I guess I'm kind of putting my hopes for the Chiefs' victory on Patrick Mahomes and his brilliance. Uh, and Brock Purdy, in that story, Alex, as you know, is amazing. Is the last guy drafted. He's really, he didn't look great in the middle of the season, but rebounded. He took the 49ers to the Super Bowl. But mistakes are what I would look for. You know, turnovers, um, offensive linemen who can't stay in place for false starts, things along those lines, right? Absolutely. Yeah, Brock Purdy has been a phenomenal story. Mr. Irrelevant, as, as you said. I think the question for him is, like anything, when you're in a spot like this for the first time, how do you handle maybe some intense pressure? And, and with that, the first half's been very slow for the 49ers. Now, he's been way better in the second half, and he actually has stepped up. He started to use his legs a little bit more. But if they get off to a, a slow start in the first half like they have against the Lions and the Packers, I, I don't think the Chiefs are a team that you're coming back from you know, down 17 like they were against the Lions or anything like that. So Brock Purdy is going to have to be on from the opening kickoff because if not, this is a, this is a type of game where it could get you know out of hand. Although I, I think both these teams will be very competitive and it should be a pretty close game on Sunday. It's not unusual for teams that eventually win the Super Bowl to have moments in the regular season where they don't look like Super Bowl champions. And, and maybe that happened just a little bit with the Chiefs. But I bring it up only because the focus – has been so sharp these last few games they seem extra motivated I I don't know if that's even possible but if you just look at the intensity with Mahomes and Travis Kelsey there there just seems to be a desire to prove people wrong I think about this team I think that's part of it too you know the the great ones in sports history period seem to to step up in those those biggest moments and that's what we've seen uh, from Travis Kelsey who you're right you know in the regular season there's a lot of frustration that maybe look like his, himself even though he still was just shy of a thousand yards but the time off I, I think week 18 guys was the, the big week for him to sit back and not play against the Chargers and freshen up a little bit and, and get healthy so I think it's a little health I also think it's that 
Uh, this is when the, the great players step up. He certainly is part of that category. And this football team, they're locked in, they're focused, yes, but also you know, they, they've just been in this spot before. Even the little things, handling the extra media attention and having to go through a full week of all these extra media availabilities, they're just used to it. You know, there's questions that, that you can easily get baited into if you're Travis Kelsey around the, yeah. the Taylor Swift stuff and otherwise. And he's just smart. He, know, he knows how to, to navigate that. And I think that comes with experience. The same thing could be said for Andy Reid when they go into their game plan. They, they put the game plan in last week knowing that they're going to have to deal with this media stuff that could be a distraction and that this week is just a review week, essentially, for them. So do you have a sense outside of Kansas City? I'm curious about this, just because when, as a Chiefs fan, and I, I split my allegiances with the Packers as well, but when the Patriots were there year after year and they're winning all these Super Bowls, you hate the Patriots, right? You hate them because they're yes. winning. It's like how I feel as a Mizzou fan about KU. We hate them because they <laughs> win all the time, right? Just being right. honest. But are the Chiefs becoming like that just a little bit or not? No, that's exactly where they're at. They they are the Patriots. Uh, you know, the, the Patriots, we hated them in Kansas City for many, many years because you said it, they, they kept on winning. The same reason why people hate, you know, the Golden State Warriors for a while in the NBA. They, they were winning all the time. This is just what we do as sports fans, and it's just now the, the Chiefs' turn, if you will, to do that. And the scary thing is for the rest of the NFL, guys, Patrick Mahomes is 28 years old. You know, I mean, th- this isn't ending anytime soon. This window is open for a very large period of time. And they're going to be a team that more and more people will dislike. Although I still say, if we look at the history of athletes that have been part of winning franchises, I still think Mahomes is towards the top of the list of being a likable individual. People can mention off the field things with his family, but that's not him, right? I mean, to me, he is extremely likable. Travis Kelsey, I think, is extremely likable as an individual. Um, and, and that's why it's a little weird that the villain team has become, in, in, you know, Kansas City. It has to just be the winning part more than anything else. I can't believe that the 49ers have not won a Super Bowl since 1994. Right. I mean, a franchise like that, that's kind of amazing when you think about it, right? It, well, it is, and they've been well run for the most part. You know, certainly since uh, Kyle Shanahan, uh, their, their head coach, and then even John Lynch, the general manager, have taken over. I guess now it's been probably eight years or so. They've been together in San Francisco. We know they played the Chiefs back in 2020. It's a well-run organization. But, yeah, you, you think about historically the 49ers, one of the great franchises in sports history, and yet, you know, it just proves, I think, guys, how difficult it is and why those that are Chiefs fans should step back and and appreciate the the ride that they're on right now because, you know, you you get there, sometimes you never get back. And and unfortunately, the Chiefs have been been there now for their fourth time here in the last five years, and they might be coming home with their third ring in in this period too. So you you don't take it for granted. I don't think Chiefs fans do. We we all know what, what the 2012 Chiefs were like, and you're talking about, picking first overall and things like that. So it wasn't long ago where the, where the Chiefs were a team that nobody was really all that concerned with across the league. And I think Chiefs fans are educated fans, and they recognize the uh, the great story that Brock Purdy has had. He's the 262nd, the final pick in the draft in 2022. The only person, um, well, Kurt Warner was undrafted, so really right, he would right, be right. the lowest drafted starting quarterback to win the Super Bowl. I mean, this kid has been amazing. And I guess I'm, I'm pinning my hopes just with Mahomes over Purdy on the fact that maybe this guy gets rattled, but he looks so cool and calm. Maybe you can't hope for that, right, or count on that, Alex. No, he, he's been very calm. I think you have to give Brock Purdy a lot of credit. People, including myself, definitely have doubted him during the regular season, and he stepped up. I think what's been key for him is it's not just the, the, the cast around him so far in the postseason, because that was the biggest knock, and I think still to a certain extent is that he's got Kittle and Ayuk and Debo, Samuel and Chris McCaffrey. These are unbelievable weapons. But he has actually gone out and made plays. 
in, in the third and fourth quarter so far this postseason. But when it comes down to it, you said it, you know, Mahomes first party. I mean, it, it, sometimes it is that simple. You know, how are you going to bet against Patrick Mahomes in a spot like this? And if you told me that it's, it's Patrick Mahomes against Brock Purdy versus Patrick Mahomes going up against, you know, uh, Joe Burrow on the AFC side at one point or Patrick Mahomes against Jalen Hurts last year, I think you'd feel pretty confident, which is why I think Chiefs fans are are really, really confident heading into this game, which sometimes scares some people a little bit. But I think you have every reason with the way this defense is playing. We haven't even talked about them, but this defense has been sensational. I think you should be confident in the type of performance the Chiefs are going to have on Sunday. Yeah, well, um, it'll be interesting to see what, what eventually happens. I get nervous. I get so nervous. I pace around when oh, I watch I understand. these games, and it becomes an emotional oh, for sure. roller coaster. What, what about injuries right now? Is Willie, Willie Gay's going to play, right? Yeah, they're, they're good to go. Willie Gay's in, in great shape for this game. Uh, no problem. Same with Mike Edwards. Uh, we just learned, I don't know, the last 45 minutes maybe or so, officially that Joe Tooney, the left guard, is out. But that was pretty much expected. So Nick Allegretti, uh, the fifth-year backup lineman, is going to start once again. He was really, really good, though, against Baltimore. And then uh, Jarek McKinnon is officially questionable, but he hasn't played since January 2nd. He had surgery and most people thought he was done for the year. Uh, I still don't know if he's going to play Sunday. It sounds like they, they wanted to have him around practice because he's a, a fun personality. He kind of keeps the guys loose, uh, and that's a big reason why they also decided to open up his IR window. But whether he plays or not on Sunday, right now Andy Reid has said he's kind of a long shot. Well, what, what do you got for me? What's your prediction here, Alex, for the game? <laughs> and then we'll talk a little wagering strategy as well. Sure. Well, this kind of goes with that. I'll be honest. You know, I think it's a low-scoring game. I really do. I, do I, I like Kansas City, you know, 24-20, 24-21, something right in that area. Um, and I, I just think both teams uh, defensively are going to be good enough to once again kind of slow things down uh, from a scoring perspective. But this is not going to be Philadelphia and Kansas City from last year where both teams were in the, thir- the high 30s even, and it came down to the, to the wire. It can still come down to the wire, but I, I think we've seen enough of these second halves in particular uh, for the Chiefs where, you know, they're just not giving up points, seven points or less. And in general this season, they're giving up 28 points or less in every single game. So I, I think you got to look low scoring once again uh, between both these teams. So I tend to agree with you on that. And I think the uh, the over-under is 47.5. And I just want to offer this advice to the listeners, especially in Illinois where they can, you know, wager legally. I send my money via Venmo to, uh, to Las Vegas. But <laughs> I'm taking the under. I'm always wrong. So anything you hear in a Uh-oh. recommendation that I'm going to make here, I would – do the Bundle opposites. all those in a parlay, and you're going to walk away with money <laughs> on Sunday afternoon and Sunday evening. Uh, but this is a fun game to, to bet on, and they have all the prop bets and stuff like that. I know some people do that at their Super Bowl parties, try to see how many they get right. Um, do you have a wagering strategy here? What, what's the line today? Is it two, two and a half? The 49ers yeah, depending are on the book, mo- mo- most of the consensus lines are at two, right? And, you know, and, and the Chiefs are going to be dogs by kickoff, and there hasn't been the line movement that some, some people thought we would see towards Kansas City. Maybe it was going to get down to one or one and a half. It just just hasn't happened. A lot of the the so-called sharps still are all over San Francisco. You know, it's the public that is actually on Kansas City for this game. And the sharps have been wrong throughout the postseason. They were all over Baltimore. They were all over Buffalo. And we all know the Chiefs won outright in those games. But a couple bets I like, I mentioned them with you. You kind of scare me a little bit that you're telling me you don't have a good track record. But I'll (laughs) tell you, Mark, I, I like the under 47 and a half. I also like neither team to score 30. That's another bet that you can have. Uh, and then Isaiah Pacheco, the Chiefs running back, they continue to feed him over 18 and a half carries for this game. I really think he's going to touch it another 20 plus times. What in the world has gotten into that guy? He looks amazing right now. And there's, again, another great story. I mean, he was drafted really low, wasn't he? He was out of Rutgers, you know, not, exa- not necessarily a football powerhouse these days. 
Uh, and, you know, his just running style, I think everybody appreciates. We had Tony Pollard on the starting running back for the Cowboys, and he talked about how fun even uh, it is for him to watch one of his peers, right? Uh, and I think what the Chiefs have realized is this year offensively, they're not the high-flying offense. They need to maybe be a little more of a, a, a physical football team, and Isaiah Pacheco certainly brings that to the table. Uh, I, I don't know how you can't enjoy watching him run. And he got 24 carries in the AFC title game, got 24 carries in the wild card round. I mean, so they're, they're feeding the ball more. They, they were running it around 24 times a game in the regular season, the Chiefs were, and now they're up to about 30 attempts per game. So they, they've leaned into him more, and I think they're going to have to against San Francisco. No knock against Kyle Shanahan. He's developed into a fine NFL coach. He may win a Super Bowl on Sunday, but, man, I go with the Andy Reid factor. Oh, you know, you give him two weeks, right? The right, bye week effect right. in particular. And the first 15 scripted plays, I'm fascinated to see how Kansas City goes about that because in these playoff games, they have gotten off to quick starts. The second half offensively, maybe it's taken their foot off the gas a little bit. They've struggled there. First half, though, the quick starts have been there. And, and this team in particular, if they play with a lead with the way this defense has played the entirety of the season, which has been nearly dominant uh, from start to finish, I think that's, it sounds simple, but that is the formula. If Kansas City gets up early, you've got to be feeling great considering this defense. Has it, you know, I don't know how many uh, flags have been thrown, but Jawan Taylor on the offensive line has kind of <laughs> fixed this issue with the false starts to a certain extent. I don't know if they put some sort of electronic device in his uh, you know, <laughs> shoulder pads to shock him before Mahomes actually wants the ball snapped, but that was such a big problem in the regular season. He's been one of the most penalized players, period, over the last four years. So this isn't even just a once he got the Kansas City problem. But to his credit, yeah, I don't know what, what the difference has been. You renewed focus in, in the postseason, but he's been really good. They're playing their best football at both left tackle and right tackle. Donovan Smith at left tackle struggled this year, had some injuries. Uh, he's playing his best, and so is Jawan Taylor. And everybody wondered once they went on the road in those loud environments, would all of a sudden the false starts you know, start again? And unfortunately, they haven't. And I don't think that'll be an issue inside this neutral site, although it might be a little more San Francisco uh, friendly than Kansas City friendly. You know, if anything that we've seen so far here in Vegas with the the opening night, there's definitely more Niners fans to this point than 49ers. More uh, Chiefs fans are, are outnumbered, I should say, than 49ers fans. So we'll see what the, the breakdown is on Sunday. Um, is it Reba McIntyre who's doing the, uh, the national anthem? Is I believe right? that is yeah. correct. Yeah, Reba and then Post Malone's doing, is it is, uh, America the Beautiful, I think? I don't know, actually. Is that I what think about? that's right. But the um, I believe, so yeah. DraftKings and FanDuel and BetMGM have all put the over/under on the national anthem at ninety point five seconds. That's a short <laughs> anthem, right? But I guess yeah. I don't know. I probably I'm not sure how fast Reba's going to sing that because they come in sometimes at like two minutes. You know, maybe they do. It, there was there was some video that that came out, and there's always somebody that tries to sneak in a camera to the rehearsal and time it and skew the market a little bit. That came out. I can't remember what the time clock did that, but this happens every, every year around the Super Bowl where somebody thinks they figured out the exact time. Well, listen, this is interesting. I have some compare and contrast. In 2013, Alicia Keys did it in two minutes and 36 seconds. Wow. So that was very long. But here's what I think they're basing Reba on with the over-under. They, they look at history. So she's only done it before a few times. The 1985 National Rodeos, <laughs> the National Rodeo Finals, 78 seconds. There was a 66-second performance in the 1985 World Series and then an 83-second rendition at the 1997 World Series. So Reba's been off the uh, National Anthem, you know, train for a yeah, while here, has. but that's why I think they put that at 90 seconds because she's going to kind of get through that. Well, Alex, enjoy the game on Sunday. What's the... Um, 
not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but what would it be, like a Tuesday or Wednesday parade if they're going to have a parade? We've gotten used to this in Kansas City, so the, the details would be on Wednesday, be Valentine's Day parade. So you'd have you'd have a celebration on Valentine's Day in downtown Kansas City yeah. if in fact that the Chiefs win, and, and that's been the routine. And right now, so the weather looks great. It could be the, the best weather we've had for one of these Super Bowl parades in Kansas City. Well, listen, enjoy the game. Like I said, thank you so much for coming on here. We've talked a little uh, about the you know the sports wagering, the lack of um, getting this passed in Jeff City across the line for those of us who do want to wager on the Super Bowl and other NFL games. But I appreciate, appreciate your insight here this afternoon, and uh, good luck with everything next week. Thank you. No problem, guys. Thanks. That's Alex Gold with Kansas City 610 Sports Radio. He was and I good. love talking football. Yeah, he's yeah. great. I wish, you know, we'd, we'd be doing that on a regular basis. If we could do some sports wagering here in Missouri, we'd do some picks. I'd love that. You know That'd what? I'm going to tell the story. When I first start, started liking uh, Patrick Mahomes is when I saw him in a Blues playoff game, in one of the uh, run for the Stanley Cup games. It was a playoff game. He had flown in from Kansas City, and they showed him on the big screen in there. And I thought, now, how cool was that? To well, come awesome. watch the Blues play and see if they could win it. Of course, we lost that night. That was a jinx. But he was there, and I thought that was awesome. He he seems like just a good dude. And did you know what happened? We never talked about this, but did you hear the whole dad bod thing from last week? Yeah, it was funny. So when he had like he had his shirt off in the locker room, and, yeah. and he's not um, as cut, I suppose, as some people would expect an NFL football quarterback to look. Like right. some of these guys are huge. Well, some of them look like me. If we're just just to simplify the analogy here, <laughs> but Patrick had had a little bit softer form with yes. his muscles, and hey, I welcome that. I <laughs> yeah, think a lot of us sure. welcome that. Uh, Chris Kerber's coming up. We're going to talk a little blues hockey because they're back in action. But, Sue, you and Jane, as I sat here at the top of the hour, as Jane was leaving the building, you were watching this thing, and I have I have it now, and I need you to explain it to me. I thought this was fake, but apparently it's not. Can you do the setup for me here? Well, a little bit. Uh, someone had me look this up. It said, you can't believe this video today, and it's a TikTok interviewer interviewing an Asuki Hana. Now, I do not know who this person is, but apparently she's a rapper, and she was also a reality TV star and uh, a musician. But the woman interviewing her says... Uh, Bobby Altoff. Bobby Altoff. By the way, apparently has a big following. She's got a podcast called The Really Good Podcast. And we do not have TikTok, nor do we watch this, but we also could see it on YouTube. And this rap star, this person cannot uh, distinguish between the word musician and magician. We think she misinterprets the word musician for magician, and the interview is kind of a mess. So this is actually four minutes into the conversation, and Suki asks Bobby Altoff what she knew about her. You know, like, what, what do you know about me? And this is what happens. What do, what do you know? That you're a musician. But that's why I'm interviewing you today, so I can get to know you. So I'm a musician. Mm-hmm. What the f- that mean? Make magic or something? What is musician? I think that's, I think you're confusing that. Yeah, I'm not no musician. I, th- I make music. I make I, music. I, um, and that's not all I do. I make music. I act. I'm a TV star, too. A young mom. Uh-huh. I, just really quick, I think you're confusing. I'm not confusing nothing because I, you, you don't know. I, you thought that all I was was a magician or whatever you said. See, that's what I think you think I said. No, I said musician, not what, magician. I don't think, baby. But I don't think. What I, is that? That's ghetto. I don't think. I know. So you, you think. I didn't say magician, Suki. I said musician. And I think you are a musician. No, baby. I do music. So you, just really, just really quick, for the record, could you say you don't think you're a musician? I'm not none of that. But then after that, you just said, I do music. Yeah, I do music. So in other yeah. words, you're a musician. No, I'm not.
Now, let me let me just say this, because I'm suspicious of everything. You know that. Yes, you uh, are. And, and I, th- there's just a part of me that thinks that maybe they did that as a bit to draw attention to Suki Hana. I have no idea. Because if you listen to her at the beginning, she does, she sort of pronounces the word musician. How could she be that confused and that stupid? And let's face it, Sue, maybe she's got a following, but how many people knew who Suki Hana was until this started get talked about? Well, she's been on reality TV. We are yeah. not in her world. Uh, well, that's but you're, part of it. But you're, I agree with that. But you're discounting the fact that this could somehow be a um, setup. Yeah. Well, it's all over the interwebs today. Uh, I suppose that it could be, but I, I don't think Doesn't so. Doesn't the way that Bobby fact, Altoff asked the questions seem weird to you? No, she's just calm. She's interviewed Drake and all kinds of uh, well-known people. But I, I, I think this actually is real. God, <laughs> and, I hope uh, not. Uh, I, I but, hope it's fake. Uh, I really do. Because I if it's not, I, I have. Less faith in the world than when I started with today, and I have a whole lot of faith, especially after the last couple of days. Chris Kerber coming up next. The Blues back in action tomorrow night. We may talk racquetball, too. I faced Kerber on the racquetball court earlier this week. I can't remember who won, though. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Every day we do an audio cut of the day right around 5.50. We're going to do that one tonight. I have one that is just really mind-blowing. It has nothing to do with what happened in Washington or in politics from the past couple of days. It's actually the story of a 90-year-old woman, a 90-year-old grandma and mom who had volunteered for the MS Society for 60 years and was shown the door. And the reason that she was shown the door is quite stunning, although it might not surprise a lot of listeners of this show. We'll get into it here in about 15 to 20 minutes. Right now, though, Chris Kerber, the Blues, back in action tomorrow night after the break. I think you're already in Buffalo. Is there like 30 feet of snow on the ground there, Kerbs? No, Mark, it's actually... Uh, it was actually about 55 degrees when we got off the plane. You know, last year when we came here, they had just had that massive lake effect snow. 
that I'm telling you would have buried St. Louis to most other parts of the country oh, uh, for at least at least 10 days. We came in about 18 hours after that snow hit, and everything was cleared off. Like, it was crazy. Well, so, that, no, the, the weather's all great right now. That's how it was. You know, look, when I was in Milwaukee for almost 10 years, and, boy, we paid a lot of taxes for this snow removal equipment. But it would always, you know, if the snow is falling and it's falling a lot, it's not fun to drive. But, man, they had that stuff piled up and cleaned off the road so fast back when I lived there. It was kind of amazing. It was impressive. Oh, yeah, dude. And actually, I was, sitting, I was sitting right behind the bus driver. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Where's the snow? He goes, oh, it's over there. It's over there. I mean, there were obviously, there were the remnants, and there were still, you could still see the impact of, you know, basically two and a half foot dumping of snow. And I think where they have like four and a half something feet over a, over a span of 10 days. But uh, but it was good. No, I was actually, and this is, you know, and Mark, you travel enough, although you're always traveling out to Las Vegas and all that. So for you, it's just like you pack shorts and, and flip-flops. But <laughs> when you're... When your when your road trips can sometimes be like Winnipeg, Calgary, Seattle, L.A. Right? You got to figure out how the hell do you pack That's for that? Yes. Okay. And so typically I go in and I look at the I look at the weather reports and I'm like, man, this trip is Buffalo, Montreal, and Toronto. I'm not looking at any weather reports. I'm wearing getting my coat, got right. my Fulham hat. You know, got everything going. And we land in Buffalo. It's like 55 That's degrees. Amazing. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, kind of crazy, but... Well, it's been oh, nice, well, but, as but, you know, because you just left. It's been nice here the last couple of days, although I think it's about to turn. All right, let's talk a little Blues hockey. Uh, back in action tomorrow night, obviously in Buffalo. I did not know until this afternoon about the Justin Falk injury, so that's rather significant, isn't it? Well, pick up a uh, listen to a game every now and then, will you? <laughs> well, I guess I didn't realize he was on injured <laughs> reserve. Oh, I see what you're saying, because, because I was going to say he was out for like four games going into the break. Uh, no, he, um, uh, honestly, he blocked his shot. I think it was, no, no, it was the game when he got, he got tripped right at the end of a game and, and it was awkward. And of course the blues lost that game in overtime. Um, and it, it was one of those where like he had a hard time getting to the bench at least. I mean, now this could just be coach speak or whatever, but there was a thought that maybe he could play right before the break. And then, yeah, they said, well, yeah, okay, we don't, we don't need him to try and play before the break. Let's give him the 10 days. He clearly isn't ready to go. Now, that doesn't mean that this is long-term yet, and, of course, I don't know the answer to that uh, yet. But it, what it, it does mean is, like, by putting him on our IR, it's retroactive to the day that he was hurt. So he could be on IR tomorrow and come off on oh, Sunday against Montreal yeah, because you. it is retroactive. So um, uh, we'll, we'll see what it goes. Uh, I, I don't, I'm, to be honest with you, uh, I didn't look back to even see if he's on this trip uh, because I was not at the rink this morning. So we'll get all that information tomorrow. But, yeah, Falk is out. They called up Callie Rosen. And i got to be honest with you. Like, I'm, I'm surprised, you know, I'm honestly surprised that it took this long to call up Callie Rosen. But the Blues, for the most part, have been really healthy. And, and when they did call some players up, you know, defensively, they called up Matthew Kessel, and he's been terrific, as he should as a young player finally breaking into what uh, hopes to be a good NHL career for him. So, they're calling up a, a guy that I think is a I, – I believe Callie Rosen is an everyday NHL defenseman. And uh, so hopefully he has an impact here for the next couple of games. Well, kind of assess where this team is right now and what the likely scenario is. And I don't think Frank was on the last hour. I don't think you have um, the inclination that, you know, this is going to be a situation where some young, talented players are uh, shipped off for a defenseman for a playoff run, right? That's not likely with this team. No. No, that's uh, – 
Not, not only is that not, that is not going to happen. Okay. This, that is not where this team is at. You, you look at a team, uh, frankly, it could be the Cardinals. It could be whatever team. When you approach the trade deadline, you look at where you're at. Are you good enough to stand pat? You don't mess with the internal chemistry of the room, and, and maybe you just make a couple of support moves. That's one thing. Do you have the product? Number two, do you have the prospects, and are you ready to make a run? And you go for a, the bigger deal, the guy that could put you over the top and have you competing with the top one or two teams in the league. That's not where this team is either. This team is clearly in a retool, and you had to go back to what Doug Armstrong was talking about. You have to go back to his the press conferences. He's been steadfast in, in this. They're in a retool. Much like last year, if they're trading for a player, they're probably looking for a player that's in that 23, 24, 25 range, maybe 21 range that's just about to embark on a career like Zach Dean was, who they got in the trade for Barbashev, and somebody that can grow into being a part of the core that is led by Thomas and Kairou, neighbors right now, Butch Navich, Pareko, Bennington, those guys. That's where this team is at. Right now, going in, now they've been off for 10 days. Some other teams have started playing again, so it's going to be a tough couple of days to get the, get the game shape going again while these other teams have been already ironing that out. They, they, go, into, they go into action tomorrow, and they, uh, they're going to be in a playoff spot because the teams around them haven't played yet. So they will be the number eight team with 33 games to go. You've got, oh, 14 games before the trade deadline. You've got some unrestricted free agents uh, at the end of the year and potentially a Scott Perunovich, a Marco Scandella, a, um, uh, uh, an Oscar Sundquist, right? A, a, a Kasperi Kaplanen, a Jacob Verana. You've got those guys, and what the Blues decide to do with them is really the decision now. I don't see them, Mark, veering off the plan of two, three years down the road much just to try and make a playoff spot this year. I think if the team's going to make a playoff spot, it's going to be up to the guys currently in the room to do so. And, I mean, that'll be part of the storyline over the next three weeks. But when you talk about a retool in the NHL, clearly I think I just heard what you said there. It, it is a it's several-year process, as it would be in, in any other league. So along those lines, is Jordan Bennington going to be the goalie in three years? Ah, okay, I can't answer that, but I hope, sure as hell hope so. This is the one – so when you – we, we, look, it could be college sports. Now, a, a, a retool takes time because you got to start at the beginning. A, a, a rebuild takes time. A retool is adjusting. A rebuild is what the Buffalo Sabres have been going through for the last 12 years. They've missed the playoffs 12 years in a row. Oh. Mark, yeah. Mark, the St. Louis Blues have missed the playoffs 10 times in franchise history. That says a lot right there, doesn't it? Okay. So – and and you look at the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, they've gone on a heck of a run, and they got Dreisaitl, McDavid, and all that right now. Okay, but they missed the playoffs like at one point ten years in a row. That's what the Blues are trying to avoid. That's why they decided, okay, we're cutting bait with Tarasenko, with O'Reilly, with these guys ahead of time. We're going to rebuild. And now, while we've got Thomas and Cairo coming into their prime, we still have Pareko at thirty years of age. We've got Bennington, and and back to your original question with Jordan Bennington, he's the one thing that can get you through a retool quicker and right back into the playoffs is a goalie and make no mistake about it. The blues have a goalie. They've got an elite goaltender. They've got a top goalie. And I don't care what the numbers say. Go look at Grant Fuhrer's numbers. And he was a four time Stanley cup champion and a hall of famer. Right. Uh, and I'm not fully comparing Bennington to Grant Fuhrer. I'm saying that numbers aren't everything. Jordan Bennington is a clutch goaltender. He's the guy that to me, 
especially while Joe Holford continues to learn. Jordan Bennington is the guy that's going to steer you back into the playoffs and back into prominence. Yeah, so, and I think maybe yeah. my question, you know, I I totally believe that. Just because be, yeah. I don't know hockey as well, I guess my question would have been more along the lines of, hey, the retool is going on. you got the talent that's developing. Bennington is at the top of his game right now. I don't know what the, uh, the life expectancy of a top-tier goalie in the NHL is as they age. Uh, well, that's a fair question, but you have you have Jordan under contract for the next, uh, I think, four years now at, at a very good rate of like $6 million a year. And with Joe Hofer coming up, and he's at right around a million, you're talking about only having $7 million committed to your goaltending, and your goaltending is proving this year to be plenty fine and plenty good. So to me, if you, you're not – that is a position that unless the package is offered is stupid good, I'm not even looking at it. How you mentioned, that's just me. No, no, I'm not I the get general it. manager. I, yeah. I think you're right about that. You mentioned a couple of names. I'm just curious. How are Ryan O'Reilly and Tarasenko doing this season? They're doing pretty well. I think uh, Ryan O'Reilly, I don't know exactly where their numbers are. I haven't looked in a little while. Um, Ryan was off to a really good uh, year from a goal-tending goal standpoint. Nashville's in the playoff hunt, uh, you know, j- just on the outside looking in, trying to chase us down at this point in time. You know, so there's – there's not a ton of great difference between, I think, the Blues and Nashville and their potential right now. But he's, but he's having a good year in his first year there. And Vladimir Tarasenko is, is having a solid year. Um, it, it's He's going to finish well below. I mean, he may finish with 40 points, somewhere in there, 40 to 45 points. So well below what you would hope he would. He's on a one-year contract. and um, But Ottawa is sputtering. They fired the coach. They brought in Jacques Martin, which is just mind-blowing to me. And, uh, and 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 they're continuing to struggle. So one-year contract for him, I would fully, fully expect Vladimir Tarasenko to be on the move at the trade deadline. You got any thoughts from on Ottawa. that game that's going to take place in Las Vegas on Sunday afternoon? Yeah, you know, I haven't followed the NFL with much passion at all since the Rams left, and and they proved to be what we all knew was just a. You know, I, I don't have a problem with the fact that the Rams left. I have a problem with the fact of how the league handled it all, right? I mean, I, I, I had the feeling and believe the moment Kroenke had that team, he was moving them, right? right? But, they, they, but they, didn't have the, they, did, they didn't have to lie and do all the stuff that obviously they paid dearly for. But having said that, for me personally, uh, I don't have a dog in this fight. I became a Giants fan once the Cardinals in Arizona traded Otis Anderson to the Giants and Parcells turned him into a 1,000-yard rusher and a Super Bowl MVP. So uh, for me, uh, I look at it like this. I love St. Louis. I love the fact that this is my hometown. I love the fact that uh, we are a great Midwestern city. I love the Midwestern values that we have, right? And it's hard for me to get past the fact that the Kansas City Chiefs voted against St. Louis keeping the Rams. So I'm rooting for the 49ers. Would it be fair to say that we're just hoping that it would be as good a competition as occurred on the racquetball court at the MAC West a couple of days ago between me and you. Oh, no. Uh, well, no, Sue, he, he earned this one. I mean, I don't know if he's going to tell the full story, but he did beat me. Yeah, but I, Chris, I took advantage of you, though. Chris, I did. I took advantage of him. You were not. You were playing, what, coming off the injured list. Yeah, whose side are you on, Sue Thomas? I'm just uh, declaring the facts. <laughs> Uh, but once you well, I, I well, I still should have been on the injured list, but that's not an excuse because when you're out there playing, you play to win the game, right? 
Well, we had a lot of fun. My favorite story, I tell this, I almost tell this to every opponent. We are in this, well, I don't think you're in the league right now because you were injured, but I'm in the league at the NBC. And the first time I ever played Kerber, a year and a half ago, whenever it was, it literally took me 15 minutes. I finally look back and I'm like, he's a freaking lefty. And I'm serving, oh. and I'm serving to his forehand every time, like I would serve to the backhand for a righty. And I felt so dumb. And I'm pretty sure you you use that advantage with new players all the time. But look, we're relatively evenly matched. He beats me most of the time. I think when he gets in better shape, he'll still beat me. But I love the game. It's wait fun. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. Well, I've beaten you every time. Thank you, you. you. Well, okay. Wait a second. That you, was the first time you beat me in a match. I have beaten you in a game before, I believe. Didn't well, I? I? No, no, you have not. Oh wow, who's keeping track of that? Okay, all right, fair enough. Listen, oh, you can't, you can't listen. Listen, when we keep scoring, you're like, okay, it's like four three. I'm like, no, dude, it's four two. Oh, okay, you. right. So, thank you, Chris Gerber. <laughs> I, keep him honest. I mess up the scores so much. Oh, I can't, I'm like Joe gosh. Biden on the racquetball court. I can't remember a damn thing. That's what I'm saying. Hey, enjoy no, the weekend. No. Hey, listen. But but I think I think we absolutely changed your game last uh, last last match we played. This is how generous Mr. Kerber Aww. is. We we finished the match and it was very close even though I beat him. But he was giving me some great tips on my game and I appreciate that. Have a great weekend. Let's go Blues. All right, guys. I will see you. Take Cheers, care. everybody. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. I couldn't resist for my last bump here of the afternoon. A little Tay-Tay. Audio cut of the day coming up here. Uh, Sue, do you know who Chaya Rechik is by any chance? I do not. So Chaya, she's going to be featured here in Audio Cut of the Day. Chaya's a hero right along with Riley Gaines and some of the others because she runs libs of TikTok. She makes heads explode around the interwebs. And what they put on, and for those people who don't follow libs of TikTok, you should on um, you know Twitter. It's really good, and they expose all this other nonsense that's going on out there, much of it with the gender stuff. And we'll get to Chaya because she's the one that exposed this situation with the MS Society. Uh, but I did want to get to some of the stuff that we talked about on the roundtable. Look, we, we were all here yesterday, so you were here. We went through what was, I thought, a crazy day in Washington because it was almost like these very historic Supreme Court hearings on whether to keep Trump off the ballot was like a teeny tiny back page news story after the special counsel's report came out on Biden. And we found out that he has no memory and all this other stuff. And I mentioned this earlier because I thought the quote, I wish I could um, identify who the person was, but somebody said, what a year this day has been yesterday. So I leave the show. No kidding. And then I find out, I'm like, wait a second. I start 
they let Biden go out and talk last night after this because apparently he was so mad he wanted to say things and it didn't go very well. President Biden, something the special counsel said in his report is that one of the reasons you were not charged is because in his description, you are a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. I'm well-meaning and I'm an elderly man and I know what the hell I'm doing. I've been president and I put this country back on its feet. I don't need his recommendation. It's How totally bad out. is your memory, and can you continue as president? My memory is so bad, I let you speak. That's uh, that's that's. Your memory has gotten worse, Mr. Oh, President. My memory is not good. My memory is fine. So it wasn't only Ducey, and you have uh, publications like the New York Times and others that are weighing in in a very concerned way today. Scott Jennings, I think nailed it last night on CNN. It would have been better off for Joe Biden to have been indicted today than what this report turned out. The You're way politically, the, yes, the number one thing, hmm. the number one anvil on the head of this campaign is the American people do not believe he has the mental acuity to serve as president today or for four more years. An independent third party comes along and says he can't remember when he was vice president. He can't remember when his own son passed away. And I can't take this man in front of a jury because he'd be too sympathetic because he's too old and forgetful. And the jury would find that to be sympathetic. Hmm. This was politically devastating. An indictment would have been far better. Jane Duker disagreed earlier yeah, she today. Did. You can always use the rewind function. Go back and listen to the roundtable. Now, the audio cut of the day. Truth be told, I have raised, helped raise tens of thousands of dollars for the MS Society locally. And maybe after this, I have deep regrets about that because this is really revolting and disgusting. Chai Richick, who runs Libs of TikTok, found this story. This woman is 90 years old. She volunteered at the MS Society, the National MS Society, for 60 years. I was confused. I didn't know what it was, what it meant. Uh, And I'd seen it on a couple of uh, letters that had come in after the person's name. They had the pronouns, but I didn't know what that meant. And so finally, I, when I was talking to her, I thought, I'll ask, what does it mean? And, uh, you know, let her tell me. And so she said that meant that they were include all inclusive, which didn't make sense to me because it, it sounds like you're uh, uh, labeling or labeling, uh, for females and not males if you're just putting in she her she said that she was just asking her what it meant to have a conversation so as a 90 year old who didn't know what it meant you know she's not street savvy to find out what it meant and when she said that they were required to use it to be inclusive and my mom was saying that we've always been the ms society as a whole and the long beach group yeah group has just always been inclusive so that is Fran and L, mother and daughter. Her daughter is trying to help tell the story with Chaya in this um, in this interview on the podcast. But you could hear it. Look, she she didn't even know what that was. No. This woman's using she, her. She's being told you have to use she, her. She's like, wait, I don't even know what that is. Isn't that discriminatory to men? She's so confused. A few days later, uh, it was on a Friday. Uh, was it 4.58? At 4.58, which we thought was odd. But I anyway. At the end of the day, end of the week. I got an email from her saying that uh, they were sorry, but they had to ask me to step down as a volunteer <laughs> for the MS Society. And the reason being is that you're not inclusive enough. The verbiage I, she said was that, that she didn't abide by their diversity, equity, and inclusion. So they have yeah. to 
ask her to step down and she's can't be a part of the MS society. So this is what DEI is all about. For Great. people who have friends that say, what are you, why are you against DEI? This is what it does. It's disgusting. It sounds like diversity, equity, and inclusion actually means excluding those who had because they're losing, you know, I don't know what other people they've lost or what other people they will exclude from that, but they're losing, you know, a volunteer who's won multiple awards and from the MS Society itself. And yeah. my dad got MS Father of the Year, National MS Father of the Year. And they, you know, flew him out to meet the president to get the award from him with my mom with and dad. Yeah. And to present the president with award for helping with the MS Readathon, which they help we run. Did, did. How about that, Sue? Jeez. Unbelievable. I hope that story gets a lot of attention. I really do. It's your audio cut of the day. Have a great weekend. Let's go Chiefs. And for those of you rooting against the Chiefs and rooting against Taylor, well, this song was kind of written about you. Have a great weekend. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.